brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sipping time. Hey, welcome to the Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. We are the best thing on at 2 a.m. And we thank you for choosing to listen to us instead of fudge cooking with Genoa. Very good, very good fudge for you tonight. <laughs> Japanese fudge? Yeah, yeah Jinwa is a Japanese fudge hey, cook. Like fun. I, I worked in a fudge shop for about two years. <laughs> oh, here we go. Sweet. He was the flinger. Were you the fudge packer? <laughs> yes. You know, I don't know how we're going to get through this the show. idiot with the paddle. And the there you go. That's what I'm talking about. It's about the marble. You keep on rolling over. I said, very good. Jinwa, very good. I explained to you it's on radio. Suck <laughs> <laughs> <Second> Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, this is good old boy Mike. If you have no idea what you're listening to, this is Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Joining me here at the table is good old boy Jason. Good to be here. Good old boy Harmeet. Pleasure. He <laughs> <laughs> faked that well. <laughs> and made man Bob. I need to say it like this. It is a great pleasure to be here today. I hope you can see my head bubbling side to side, but this is radio. Fine, fine. Oh, just shook off. <laughs> and made man Bob is joining us again. Always a pleasure to be here. Bob and Harmeet are joining us from the Bourbon Mafia, which we'll learn a little bit more about at the end of the show I'm today. I'm not actually a member. Bob's a member. Okay, all right. <laughs> this episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes is finally sponsored by Fine Spirits. Check out the Enomatic machines to sample great products by the glass, including great selections of bourbon and whiskey. You can reach them online at www.finespirits.net. Well, our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and a thousand stupid family stories on this particular episode. This is an essential show to learn how to survive any family holiday gathering with proper alcohol. (laughs) You mean lots of it. Alcohol fixes everything. (laughs) Yep, that's right. Uncle Dave and that growth over his left eyebrow are dropping in for a visit. (laughs) This show should help you make the best selection and actually not bust your wallet. Yes, your cousin Harold is going to break into your bar, and so you might as well make sure he has something there that's good for him to filch. Thanksgiving dinner. 
we're going to actually have some fun with tales of family gatherings today gone bad and listen to movie clips that remind you to stop by the liquor store early and And often again it go good (laughs) (laughs) we have some uh gatherings i know so each of us has actually selected something to take to the family holiday gatherings that we would consider essential uh gear to go to uh, some of our family family gatherings and uh, here's a, a quick uh, a short list of the things on the show before you switch to the station or to catch up on the latest traffic report. <laughs> Mesa Genoa is going to talk about a very good stuff today on fudge. <laughs> so, <laughs> so here are the, I'm going to mispronounce this first one right off the bat. Kalila. That's perfect. perfect. <laughs> oh, man. How about that? Kalila. You say it enough times. I know. I do. Uh, so, uh, Obang, little boy. Uh, Lafroy. That's, that's the one you mispronounced. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, obey. Obey, little boy. Little bay. Bay. All right. Lafroy, 18. Okay. I got that one. <laughs> Elijah Craig, barrel proof. Well, that's up the road. So, of course, I got that one. Uh, Corsair Buck yeah. Old Scout Barrel Proof, George. Are you sure it's Buck yeah? Buck yeah, I'm quite certain of that. Yeah, I'm I'm going to skirt around that as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> George T. Stag, the uh, 2012 bottle edition, as well as the Weller 12, are the products that we're going to talk about today. It really sounds like there's pretty much something here for everyone. Possibly, <laughs> or we're just gonna, or have you just combined all this stuff in like the boiler maker that you just get through all of it? Buckweed, yeah. I know okay. that. <laughs> so I know that uh, what many of you are just saying, you have never met my family. I will just pretty much take it all. <laughs> so. Is your house on fire, Claw? No, Bethany. Those are Christmas lights. Don't throw me down, Claw. I'll try not to, Aunt Bethany. Is this the airport club? We're here. Hey, Grizz, me and Bethany figured out the perfect gift for you. Oh, Uncle Lewis, you didn't have to buy me anything. Damn it, Bethany, he guessed it. Oh, that was fun. I love riding in cars. When did you move to Florida? Ellen, are you still dating Clark? Oh, Aunt Bethany. You know, you shouldn't have done that. Oh, dear. Did I break wind? Jesus. Did the room clear out, Bethany? Hell no. She means presents. You shouldn't have brought presents. (laughs) It isn't every day somebody moves into a new house. They didn't move into a new house. Um, Mom? In the living room, Russ. (laughs) This house is bigger than your old one. Is Rusty still in the Navy? Aunt Bethany, why don't you go with Francis and Catherine yeah. into the living room and yeah. say hello to everybody? Hello, everybody. Just in the living room. I should say it. You should say it. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Mom? What? This box is meowing. Let see it. She wrapped up her damn cat. Take it in the kitchen and open it up. Then we'll have a cat running around the house. You can't leave it in the box. Why would somebody wrap up a cat in a box? There are a few things that I've decided were out of bounds. So basically anything that is pure grain alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Everclear. Everclear. Right. Family out. And Bacardi 151, which is pretty much you know my go-to product so for no paint thinner yeah right no paint thinner no paint no, thinner. no hazmat product okay no. i have okay. to dig although the stag is pretty close yeah, yeah, 147 stag is hazmat stag is hazmat but you know johnny walker black label everywhere 50 is fake but you know it's johnny is spelled with two e's johnny whatever works for the ad j-o-h-n-n-n-n-e-e so you guys sold me yeah. my Rolex. It's got two X's. It's extra special. <laughs> as long as it's at the right proof, man, that's all that counts. Rolex Timex. What's the difference? Oh, that's why your arm is green. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to get through the show. It's a Christmas gift. Come on. <laughs> 
from the ant you're about to talk about. Well, yes. we have some uh, great stories to talk about today about how, uh, uh, family gatherings, and we'll, we'll try to be changing the names of our actual relatives to protect them. Not, not really, because actually you have no idea what their real names are anyway, so it wouldn't matter. So uh, we'll probably be using a combination of fake names and real family names. We are going to be talking about some products today, and Jason gets the honors of going over our SIPS ratings for today. Jason, I want you to try and channel uh, Uncle Pete. Okay. I, kn- I know you got an Uncle Pete. There's a there's an uncle there that has some unique characteristics, so go for it, man. <laughs> All right, but I'm really bad at voices, so I'm going to try. All right, But go for I am it. bad. Okay. All right, y'all. We'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these sips ratings plus our signature sounds. Here are those ratings right now. Number one, give me a glass of water, wash out my mouth. The characteristic between you and Harmeet is just a little too natural between the two of you. I don't know. I'm picking on the accent. Eastern Tennessee. I'm I'm, hey, there you go. Look, I'm thinking that it, I agree. 17 dialects of hillbillies. All right. Yes. Harmeet has, you know, West Central Alabama covered. You have East Nashville or East Tennessee covered. So. That's Knoxville. That's totally Knoxville. Like my ex-wife yeah. is from Knoxville. I got I got so you're telling me I sound like your Alex wife? It's the way that you carry the ease. All right. <laughs> Sips two. <laughs> Sips two. Nice. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? See, it's the concise element of nice. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Mm, interesting. What was that again? Interesting. Uh, again. <laughs> Number four. Let's keep this secret to our sales. Pour me another one. That's classified. <laughs> It's the number of D's in that that really makes it carry well. Yeah. <laughs> number five. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. 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 Now, I don't think yeah. there's anybody in East Tennessee that's ever made that noise. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Except when it during like a UT football game, maybe. I don't know. Well, we have uh, some football games now. Great oh, stories. No, we don't say that word on this show. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we have some uh, great family stories today. And, you know, so I was talking about uh, this show with uh, a couple of folks uh, last night at a a festival event. And I ran into a combination of a really great brewer who is a huge fan of the show. And I just really thought that this story was a good kickoff event to – you know, have a good combination of great family stories combined with alcohol. <laughs> so, because there are a couple of things in life that I think that all weddings should require alcohol and all family gatherings where there are 10 or more people have to involve some form of alcohol. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of I agree. alcohol at the birth, at the wedding, at the funeral, and everywhere in between those. I, I am willing to lobby, you know, a legislative body where that is just, you know, it's a required element. I think that this <laughs> should... I got married at a, you know, a couple of years ago at a church, and they said, there's no alcohol here. And I went, oh, really? There's not. That's because I'm not there yet. I have flasks hidden on me, and I was the most popular guy there. I had to go back <laughs> like three times. Especially with great grandma, she you know got scotch. Yeah, oh, I got you. Okay. There you go. On the retail side, every weekend I sell flasks for people going to weddings. Just oh, there crazy. you go. Just like hey, you don't have alcohol at the reception. <laughs> no, you have alcohol at the reception. Yeah, you, do. you just, you just don't, don't know about it. So uh, <clears throat> I can tell you the story from. Uh, I'm, not, I'm just going to use initials DM. Um, <clears throat> so DM was telling me you know a little bit about. Uh, I was I was like, look, you know, the story's all about uh, this particular show is about the story, but it's with family, but it's about family with alcohol. And he's, oh, I got you covered, Mike. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So DM tells me that this particular holiday gathering, what they did is <clears throat> it started off by they were starting to dust off a bunch of the wine that his parents had brought back from New Zealand, and so they were working through uh, quite a few bottles of this wine, and someone had received as a gift one of these portable breathalyzers <laughs> and all i have to say it just it went it went downhill from here you know <laughs> so so uh 
in the middle of them consuming all of this wine, they decided that they were going to create a contest to see who could blow the highest number on the breathalyzer. <laughs> that always turns out really well. <laughs> you know, so right right about now, you're channeling Uncle Pete going, you know what, I got you covered. I got that number, buddy. <laughs> you know, let's play pan the tail on Grandma. Point one seven. That's my number. <laughs> you know? So fast forward, uh, probably about two to three hours. They are doing shots of McAllen, thirty year old, to try and see who can blow the highest number in this breathalyzer. <laughs> it's an eight hundred dollar bottle of scotch, and they are just like doing shots like it's tequila. You know, trying to make so who could get the highest number in in this yeah, breathalyzer. goes for. <clears throat> Twenty five hundred this year. Oh my goodness! Eight hundred bucks anymore. <laughs> yeah, that was an old story. Eight hundred bucks. I guess a so. Uh, so I didn't ask him who won, but all he did is he was like, "That was actually a really good family <laughs> gathering." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bar won. So I asked DM. I'm like, "Well, you know, uh, I mean, how was the food, or who all was there?" He's like, "I really don't remember anything." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it was a great family gathering. <laughs> Yeah, so, so yeah, definitely. Uh, today is all about you know the story of uh, you know the family gathering uh, from hell that you know you just you gotta plan ahead for it. So um, this could be a wedding, this could be Thanksgiving, this could be you know basically any time you're gathering with your relatives and you're like, I need a plan. We're gonna help you. <laughs> We're here to help you. Sip, suds, and smokes will help you get through this experience. <clears throat> yep, definitely. Well, up first is going to be good old boy Harmeet. Tell us all about oh. that family gathering from hell. Which relative probably still smells like Old Spice from 1978? And mm, actually, what would you take to survive such a gathering? <laughs> this is a problem. See, all my old family gatherings happened in India. I was too young to join. Fine, fine. So, <laughs> it was a witness to some horrible things, man. Some dark things. We can't talk about those. No, not really. But I um, just had a flashback from Apocalypse Man. <laughs> you don't understand, man. He, he's a visionary. He sees things, man. You, you just don't understand. You well, I saw some things I'm yeah. saying. I don't know. You know, it, it, it hurts your soul sometimes to revisit these family things. But 1978, Old Spice, definitely my grandfather. Oh, and man. he was a dirty old man. <laughs> <laughs> High karate green or orange? Which, which flavor did he like? Oh, wow. I remember Ooh. those commercials. High karate was the king. Let's see. No, my, my dad had the, the, the paisley turban. Ooh. Ooh. The, the paisley neck scarf and the velour suit. He was oh, hanging yeah. with George Harrison, I guess. That oh, definitely yeah. raked well spice. <laughs> no. We, uh, in India, it's all Johnny Walker Black. So, I mean, I, I, I had to step it up a notch. I can't talk about my family gatherings with alcohol because... There's no alcohol. There's no alcohol. Well, when the, the ones that there were, I wasn't drinking. And now the new ones, my old relatives, they live in India. I live here. My, my, most of my parents live here. So it's all about my in-laws. Oh, dear and God, no. I... There's I want not to enough stay alcohol in the world. So yeah. maybe I won't tell my stories right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so in the best funny. interest of keeping half your I stuff, you're de you're deferring. You <laughs> <laughs> tell some of those. <clears throat> well, so I know that you plan ahead for some of these family gatherings. Tell us a little bit about some of the products that you would take to a family gathering to get through the experience for the ones that you get to take alcohol for those fun individuals from the state of Alabama. So, so yeah, Gee, the guy who owns a liquor store gets to take alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's so, so the reason people, why they let you in the family to begin like when with. People call yeah. us and ask us for legal questions. Yeah. Okay. Right. There's seven yeah. liquor stores in South Florida that the family owns and I'm, I run two of them, but you know, and, um, uh, my, 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 my mother's father, my grandfather, owned uh, forty, fifty in liquor stores in India before the mob took all of them. So, there, there's some dark stories, man. There's some dark. But when we, but the best part is, my mother started our stores when my brother and I went to college, and she told my father, "We're going to adopt a little girl from India, or I'm going to get run in business." My dad said. Let's start two businesses. So 
we opened two liquor stores right away hmm. after that, you know they expanded but my mother doesn't drink and my mother started a liquor store that has the reputation of having the best wine selection in south florida and then i start uh, when i took over after dropping out of graduate school and all that stuff um we have the largest whiskey selection in the state of florida we have over 300 whiskeys. We have high-end wines. You want to spend $1,000, $2,000 on a bottle of something or four or $5,000 on a bottle of something, we have it. It's in the store. And I get to take these things places. Now, can I tell those stories without getting in trouble? No. <laughs> but, there was such a buildup there, but there, do you have I, pictures? Yeah, I, I can't. What am I going to tell you? It's like we got drunk, things happened. There are pictures. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, baby. <laughs> Those pictures will be appearing on our Facebook site <laughs> along with this episode. <laughs> if you'd like to see <laughs> some of relatives of of our meats that are it's have been hammered on. at big parties here. Are you saying street pharmacy? <laughs> <laughs> Just, look, my, my, my mother always wanted me to be a doctor. That's as close as I could come. Mm. Yeah, I, I dropped out. So but, tell us about um, the uh, the two things that uh, you brought that you would take uh, to the family. Okay, here. Let, let, let's the two things I definitely bring. Yeah, let's say it's Christmas. It's Christmas time, and you know I married a couple Christians. So I like blonde women from the South. I'm good with that. So I bring Christmas in a bottle. We're going to go to my second selection. That's Oban Little Bay. Ooh, interesting. Now, Oban is a scotch that's the second northernmost distillery in Scotland. The northernmost is Highland Park. And on the same island, just a little bit south of Highland Park, is Oban. You can throw a rock and hit Highland Park from Oban. Hmm. So... This is a northern distillery. It's got some smoky <clears throat> character, but without being Isla smoky. You know, Isla, the over-the-top iodine, seaweed yep. smoke, none of that. Light smoke. Uh, characteristic of their whiskeys is a citrus note. And the Oban Little Bay is the newest release from them. I, it came out last year at Christmas time, and this is my go-to, and it's coming out. Uh, I'm bringing it everywhere. All my parties, I bring Oban a little bit. Uh, the nose is light and, and fruity, and it's, it's, it's finished with four types of sherry barrels. There's wow. um, notes of uh, cake, cinnamon. Um, there's lemon peel, orange peel, candied lemon, candied cherry, candied pear, apple. It's a freaking fruit cake in a glass. Is there, there blue people cotton who don't like candy? Fruit cake? <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with you, but cake is good, especially if it's made by those monks in that abbey in New Orleans, and there's these guys in North Carolina. Okay, that's a little esoteric, mm. but there is good fruitcake out there, and I found good fruitcake in a bottle, and that's the Oban Little Bay. Cool. So, you guys want to give it a rating? Anybody want to talk about that one? We've all had a chance to taste this. Any 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 volunteers that wants to offer up their tasting notes? I'll, I'll go. Um, so really quick, uh, so I thought it was kind of smoky, light peat. Um, I can definitely see why this is a great choice and would really hit a broad range of palates for the family. My quick sips rating is four for this. A anybody else? Yeah, I'll taste on it. Um, I mean, basically, I, I'm with you. It's very light peat, but I mean, it's just overly sweet. I mean, there's a lot of sweet characteristics to it. I picked it's up Christmas. all different types of candy. It's definitely Christmas in a bottle. It's very easy to drink. It's approachable for somebody who might not drink scotch regularly. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I approve of this bottle. Great bottle. I give it a sips rating of a solid four. Mm, two fours. How about that? So, uh, Harmeet, after you have uh, decided which pictures you're going to publish and which ones you're not what else would you take to a family <laughs> gathering so that was my light sweet everybody can drink the other one is for those darker moments when <laughs> the uncle says something horrible about your mom and you really can't kneecap him but you can go drink something why not <laughs> this is, it, this is a not, very interesting just, family yeah, you're, dynamic. you're not from the south i'm okay. not allowed to hit him with a baseball bat <laughs> who has a carry permit in this family that's what i want to know welcome to south florida <laughs> yeah. we need everybody yeah 
Yeah, have you guys seen the late lately the story of things that happened in Florida? It's just horrible. But we moved down here, and you know, it, you know, this is a, we're keeping it together. No one's hurt anyone yet. We're this, is, this is this is sips and smokes first. We've we've had the word mob kneecap all within the same two minutes <laughs> with good scotch there is no <laughs> and scarface parties it was good uh, uh well tell us all about the kalila here so kalila is this is my favorite way of describing kalila kalila is one of isla's iconic whiskeys one of the older distilleries but i the the base whiskey inside kalila without the peat is super sweet. I don't know how they get their barley so sweet and so ripe. Uh, they can't be all grown on Isla. It has to come from northern France. Yeah, this a question I was just going to ask. Do they use all <clears throat> uh, barley from the island? Because, yeah, I mean, there's only like 40 acres, right? They use 100% Isla barley. They have yeah. to buy stuff from other parts in Scotland. Brick Laddie, I think, does one. But yeah. yeah, very few. Uh, there's, there's another one, um, one of my favorites. Um, Machir Bay. Yeah, Machir Bay. The yeah, the Brooklady. What's the what's the the distiller? Brooklady. No, no, not Brooklady. It's come on, you guys know Lafroy. Nope, not Lafroy. There's eight. Ardbeg. There's now. There's now. It's only six. There's only on six the distilleries island. on the island. There used to be seven. Now there's only eight. It's Kilhoman. Okay. Kilhoman is the newest distillery. That's wow, what. And thank Bob because he had a bottle right here. Yeah, I have it's, one in the shelf. So. It's yeah. called 100% Island. Run, grab it. It's it's a little farm next around the distillery. They grow their barley. It's everything: the water, the barley, the peat. It's all from Isla. Now, most of this stuff doesn't actually come from Isla. The, the, they buy the peat. The, the the peat may be from Isla, but the. Uh, the actual barley is grown somewhere else, in Scotland usually. But the dirty little secret of Scotch whiskey is most of the grain comes from northern France. <clears throat> they, have, they have the production. Hmm. So we're talking about malted barley here. In Kalila, they get really ripe, sweet barley, and then they do the great charred peat. So my favorite way of describing Kalila is taking a marshmallow at a really good bonfire or like a, a campfire, a really good campfire. you got some wonderful smoky smoke coming out there. You see the white smoke coming out in the night. You put your marshmallows in and you leave it too long because you're flirting with the little girl next to you. Mm. You pull that marshmallow out. It's charred black, black as your soul. And you still want to eat that. So you pull it out. You let it the fire die down cool it off you pop that in your mouth well black is my soul how's that dark mm. as satan's heart that's the one um bob underneath you- all that ash is the sweetness that's what kalila is all about there you go so but what we what the one i picked what you guys drank is the kalila made my gordon mcphail Gordon McPhail does a 10-year-old cast strength. Kalila doesn't do that. The youngest Kalila you can buy in the U.S. is a 12-year-old Kalila. Mm. This is a special release by a private bottler. If you ever listen to our private bottler show that we did, these guys went to Kalila and said, we like these 50 batches. We're going to buy maybe 10 of these barrels, do our own thing with them. They put them in their own barrels, their own warehouses, they mature them, and they released a 10-year-old Kalila uh, aged in sherry and, and hogsheads. So American oak, sherry oak, 10 years, and then bottled at cast strength. And the strength was, what, 120-something? Yeah, I believe so. And this is my favorite Kalila. It's better than this. Thir- to me, it's better than the 18-year they used to put out. It's heavy, it's viscous, it's oily. This is a heavy, tarry, mm-hmm. smoky whiskey that kicks you in the teeth. And, you know, it, it gets you through those family gatherings where you want to do some damage and instead you enjoy some whiskey. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, Bob, what do you think about this, uh, this scotch? I love a Kalila, um, especially when dealing with family, you want something heavy. Um, <laughs> The mint, the herbs, it's smoky, it's uh, warm, wet tobacco leaves hanging in a barn, uh, old, wet leather. Uh, on the palate, you get smoke, it's viscous, oily mouthfeel. You get tar in a good way, uh, toffee, vanilla, slight hint of pear, 
Um, and then that, that back smoke on the exhale, it's, I mean, it's just, it's what you want when you're dealing with people that are driving you damn crazy. What's your sips rating on this? A four. A four. <clears throat> well, you know, I just caught myself, uh, that I actually switched my tasting notes around. <laughs> so, uh, but the good news is, is exactly the same rating. Um, so I actually, uh, wrote beside the Oban. Um, chuggable <laughs> with a four rating, uh, but you know I did write about the uh, Kalili here uh, that it's uh, it is smoky with light peat, and of all the things on Isla, I think this is very approachable, and that's what I really loved about this um, is I think this is a great choice to give to somebody to say uh, it's not a peat bomb. And you can really have some great things from Isla that are not necessarily unapproachable. Smoke without the iodine. There you go. Mercurochrome. Yeah, I like that. Uh, so this is kind of like the on-ramp, you know, for you know maybe some of the other products that are made in Isla that are, you know, they're definitely all flavor bombs and not for everybody. How about the on-ramp? That's the least peaty. Yeah, that's true. Well, um, really great uh, stories, um, and uh, I'm glad that no one was armed or arrested in any of these stories from Harmeet. <laughs> so, there was, was his family. There was mind. a. Uh, uh, I'm going to tell a story I told. We're my family is sick. You know, I, I marry Christian girls, but you know, whatever. We're we're from Northern India. We're sick, monotheistic. Um, you know, a small modern religion, and feminism is written into our um, our holy book. So uh, there I am plugging for the religion, even though I don't live very religious. And frankly, of course, just because it's written that way doesn't mean that women get treated the same. <laughs> anyway, um, there was a sword fight at our temple. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just came out of right field. Wow. Hey, if you're just joining us, we're talking about family gatherings here on Simpsons and Smokes. We just had a sword fight. <laughs> I've never had a sword fight at my family's house. So yeah, he beats me there. Well, uh, really great stuff. And uh, so, listen, we're going to take a, a quick break here, rest our swords, and uh, <laughs> polish off uh, our next experience. We're going to hit the road here in just a minute. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back. This is Jinwa. We talk about good fudge today <laughs> because you know you cannot like good fudge, good fudge, and you. That's what we talking about today. We we'll make all white boys very, very plump. That's right, because it's all about how you slap a slap a fudge. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, again, stop making fun of people of Jinwa. <laughs> I know. We're talking about early career planning with Bob today. <laughs> hey, this is Sip, Suds, and Smokes. You've uh, decided to listen to the rest of the show. Today, we're talking about holiday gatherings and booze, and what would you take to the perfect holiday gathering to get through it? Up next is going to be good old boy Jason. Now, Jason, tell us about that six-hour car ride <laughs> to places unknown in east tennessee where all of a sudden none of the street signs actually make any sense it goes go that away <laughs> <laughs> and you know you you have cousin steve that's just out for you know good behavior and you're gonna catch up with him you know with light <laughs> chit chat <laughs> well long story short so my family uh, is, uh, my dad is a Jew. My mother is a Baptist from East Tennessee. My dad was born and raised in Nashville. Well, this is an alcohol-free Yeah, this is, this is definitely alcohol-free. So, so you're drunk and guilty. <laughs> <laughs> so every Christmas. There should be the Church of Christ in this, so there's no music and no booze, okay? <laughs> so every Christmas we would drive. In that town from, uh, was it Footloose, where there's no dancing? Are there any snakes in this store? That's there's what I want to know in advance. So every Christmas we would drive the five or six hours to East Tennessee to go visit with uh, my mother's father, my grandfather, 
And of course, he is a teetotaler Baptist. He does so not listen to the show. He is also, yeah, he does not listen to the show. <laughs> so um, You can tell all the stories you want. <laughs> exactly. So um, he was very, very religious, uh, consumed no alcohol in his entire life. Um, I think my father was the first Jew he ever met. Um, so not only did my mother, his uh, daughter, marry a Jew, he... Um, she also married a Jew who sells alcohol for a living. So it was kind of a double whammy. My favorite kind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, my father and I, being the uh, drinkers that we are, the good uh, Jews that we are, every Christmas we'd have to go over there. And, of course, there would be zero alcohol. So, <laughs> yes. so basically what we would have to do is (laughs) (laughs) come on kids let's get the car let's go see the let's go see the family (laughs) so what dad did you pack the fireball exactly (laughs) well that's what i'm going to so every christmas my dad and i would load up the car with minis (laughs) of jim beam black and fireball because that was the minis that of we could all get. All of the things you had to choose from, these are the products that you choose to, to it, take to it family. Was, it wasn't about the quality of the product. It was about concealment. It was about putting the minis in the pocket and getting away with going to the bathroom, shooting a fireball mini. And when you came back, everybody thought you were just chewing big red gum. Nobody mm. knew that you were drinking. So you're saying if Weller 12 was in minis, you would have taken that. Oh, we would have drank that. <laughs> Shapoopy out of some Weller 12. Shapoopy. <laughs> Shapoopy. That was my, that was my good that's, word. Uh, that's the eight, 84th made-up word here in Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Oh, feel free to order our dictionary next month after chuggling. <laughs> but, chuggling. You made that up. That, you made up a word. I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the 87th word we've made up on this show. But I will say, times have changed. Uh, my grandfather is no longer with us, so we no longer go to East Tennessee to not have to drink. So now we stay at home, and every Christmas, now we drink the best whiskey that we can possibly get. So what I drink now is very different than what I used to drink. So now my two products that I bring every Christmas, I bring the Weller 12-year-old, which I call the poor man's pappy, Um probably one of my favorite weeders very easy to drink uh price point is awesome so you can share it with the cousins and you don't feel like you're breaking the bank if you can find it winner of our weeder show by the way yeah winner of the weeder show um and then my other product is the one that i kind of put behind the couch behind the table kind of hide it away are you saying you hide this from cousin stevie I, i might hide this from cousin stevie a little bit but I need to deal with Cousin Stevie, so I need something very strong, very high proof. You know, something that could run the diesel truck in the back, but also get you a nice buzz. So I go with the George T. Stag, oh. one of my favorite whiskeys of all time. Hazmat. Stag with hazmat. Anyone. It is a hazmat. You cannot go on a plane get with George T. Stag. What have you been drinking? Is that the start of a conversation about Stag? Somebody will get stabbed. Wow. I like that. I like that. I'm feeling stabby. Um, can we can we accelerate the, can we accelerate the story to the part where somebody gets stabbed? Yeah, <laughs> I like that. That's pretty good. It's like an Anthony Bourdain Christmas. I'm feeling stabby. You come near me with ginger ale and I got a stag in my hand. Look, yeah, there somebody. was Weller Twelve involved. I could I could not possibly know what There's the, what yeah, were what were my actions. Nothing wrong with Twelve. Here you go. You Look, this is stag, awesome. This was awesome. You know. Uh, Weeder, of course I was stabbing her 12 times. What do you mean? (laughs) So, uh, really great products to choose from. Uh, Which one do you want to talk about first? Uh, We'll go with the Willer 12. Okay. Okay, so, I mean, I will say both of my products, right off the bat, they're some of my favorites. So, the Willer 12 is very light and mild. It's got some sweet, but it doesn't lose the oak. But it's not over oaky. You can still taste the grains. And that's what makes this product so incredible. And let's not forget, it's also the poor man's Pappy. It's the same recipe as Pappy Van Winkle. It's at a price point that's affordable if you can find it. It um, doesn't come from South Florida. I hate you. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I give this you a know, Sips rating. You've got a bottle here. Yeah. I've got the, I give this a Sips rating of a solid, solid five. Yeah, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Now going to, oh yep. So uh, who else would like to talk about the Weller? Jason, 
I didn't rate mine. What's going on here? Ah, uh, well, he snuck it in. Yeah, so, snuck it in. So, who else would like to talk about the Weller? Uh, Bob or me? Either one of you? Uh, like well, I mean, Weller Twelve is one of my go-to's and always has been. Uh, you can tell by the fact that I have a few bottles laying around the house in my office. I think I have. Uh, he has more than any five liquor stores. I have about nineteen bottles at the office. Don't judge me. Um, That's what I so call high-quality legal service. There are certain <laughs> bottles that you run into where you get the quality versus price that just, you know, that, that ratio is just off the roof. And, you know, this is one of the two or three out there that you're just not getting a quality bourbon of this level for this price anywhere else. It's a 12-year-old weeded whiskey. The flavor is off the chart. Um there's absolutely nothing you can point to this that is a flaw. It's a, it's a great bourbon for the money. Um, I give it a good solid four. Hmm. I gave it a five. <clears throat> and and another five. Oh my five goodness. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, yes. I would... Yes. I'm just going to hop on here in the bag when... You know, just the thing I love about Weller 12 is just so balanced. I mean... Mm-hmm. This is a product that I would say ounce for ounce is just probably one of the best buys right now of bourbons. Um, it's becoming a little difficult to find. It is. Um, and it's it's not for a, it's not an allocated product yet. Uh, it is now. Is it, is yeah. it now? Is it full blown allocated? There, there's only a few states left that it's not allocated. I mean, it's Texas. I mean, if you live in Texas, Northern go Texas, get as much as you it. can. Hmm. It's well, <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so maybe the family gatherings in Texas require a lot of Weller Twelve, a whole lot, <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of shotguns. Oh, come on! Take a lot of Weller. Pass me the Weller. Uh, so <laughs> here, hold my Weller. Watch this. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but you know the thing. I I just uh, it's been a little while since I came back and I had this. You know, before tonight and um, the 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 part of the conversation I loved um, that Jason and I had was. We taste so many new things. I mean, you know, I'm probably mowing through 20, 40, you know, 100 products, you know, a mm-hmm. week. And the thing I loved about the conversation is we have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't Sock need a family gathering to drink. That's right. Well, you know, <clears throat> well, group. A, I mean, don't get me wrong. Issue. It's what I like well, about you, but you might have a problem. There's group therapy on Tuesdays. <laughs> and sometimes I skip. Uh, but. Um, oh, you mean uh, two for Tuesdays at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> right, that's correct. That's the right group I'm talking about. Uh, you know, the the but the thing that I loved about that conversation is that Jason was really quick and was like, you know what, I really forget about some of the stuff that I haven't come back and I've, I've not enjoyed, you know, in a while. And that's the thing that I really loved about, um, you know, the Weller 12 here is that it reminded me just how good that is and stacks up against a lot of new products. So, mm-hmm. Um, that's what I really enjoyed about having this tonight. So, absolutely, this is available on 175s. Yes, it is. <laughs> I know because I have yeah, a few. That's crazy thing. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, yeah, don't hesitate. Buy the big bottles. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I you was, was at Buffalo Trace about three weeks ago, and they were rolling out empties, and every you know, everyone in the rack that they had said W-O-L-R on it, and I, I almost dropped to my knees and had a religious moment. So, Definitely. Well, you had something else that you were going to take the family gathering, and we definitely want to talk about that for sure. <laughs> Has the one you hired. Yeah, it's uh, George T. Stack, which, you know, I get asked a lot, you know, like we, our conversation earlier, you know, I taste through a ton of products. I have hundreds and hundreds of bottles of bourbon at my house, and people always ask me, you know, what's your favorite whiskey? What's your favorite bourbon? And it's hard for me to answer that question because there's a lot of favorites, but. One person one time posed to me the question, if I was to drop you on an island tomorrow and you could only take one product with you, what could you drink for the rest of your life and be happy with? And my answer was George T. Stagg. It's that product that has... The creaminess. If the if the island had relatives, would this be what you would take? I would need a, a, a lot more <laughs> George T. Or would it just be Fireball? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, so it's it's got you the need cousin Gillian to build a boat, but you have to share the jaws. To He's stag. thinking about the response to this. <laughs> Beat him to death and keep fireball the stag. Beat him to death fireball with a bottle. Stag. Keep the stag. I'm not really quite sure. A lot of the fireball comes in two gallon jugs. That, that might actually work a little better. Fireball is chuggable. George T. Stag, you can't chug George T. Stag. It's sippable. You know your relatives, man. Plan ahead. <laughs> But yeah, so the George T. Stag, I mean, it's won World Whiskey of the Year multiple, multiple times. It wins awards every single time. It, it changes year over year. It's one of those products that it's very much like a wine where it has vintages, and each vintage is very unique and very different, but at the same time, it never loses that quality. And the way I describe this whiskey to anyone that has never tried it, it is the most cowboy-like whiskey you could possibly imagine. It's when you drink it, you're imagining holding a revolver, riding on a horse, singing "Yeah," going down the road. But it's it's hot. It's you, you're chewing on whiskey. Like you're that. chewing on the cowboy wood. Whiskey. It is cowboy whiskey. I mean, it is awesome. It's unfiltered, cash strength. It runs anywhere between 127 all the way up to 145, 146 proof. I mean, it it is strong. It is delicious. Mm. Now, if I'm going to throw out a sips rating, I, we're going to need something beyond a five because mm. this is this, to me, it's the mecca. It's the holy grail. <clears throat> so, uh, who else would like to talk about the stag here? I've, I've got to I've got to agree with Jason on this one. Uh, stag is my unicorn it is my absolute favorite bourbon there there's many out there that i would rate in the upper upper echelons but but the one that i always reach for if if you know again if you're on a desert island what are you reaching for if you only have one you can bring with you george d stag is the one i'm looking for and it's it's a brick straight to the teeth it's mm. it's like getting hit in the face with a frying pan. It is a bourbon that grabs you by the throat and just shakes the hell out of you. And he goes, I'm a damn bourbon. Enjoy me. Mm. The flavors are off the chart. Mm. Uh, you know, the proof is high with water. It it just the flavors just get even more intense. Um I've I've never had a stag that wasn't amazing. I have never I mean, some years are different than others. Every year it's slightly different, but I've never been disappointed in one. Um, if I could give it a six, I would. Um, it's a five. It's always oh a five. I've never yeah. had one that's not a five. Yeah. Mm, cool. Yeah. And just to yeah. add to what he said, when you've tried a lot of different whiskeys, once once you get to stag, it's hard because you're always searching for something else that's available readily to get you to that level that stag gets you to. And there's just nothing out there that can compete. I mean... Stag taught me that I like cash strength bourbon. That's my that's hmm. my go to. Interesting. And I've tried everything, and things have come Jason, close. You don't add water. I don't add water. No, mm. I drink it straight just out of stag. the bottle. Yep, Stag. Yeah, to oh, me it was the Taylor. Cowboy, it was E.H. Taylor or that? You know, yeah, kind of the, the, the E.H. Taylor barrel proof yeah. is the closest you're going to get from, <clears throat> for Heaven Hill. You know, it's Elijah Craig barrel proof. You know, there's a bunch of different ones, but well, they just don't ever climb that ladder that Stag is at. That and the select stock in front of you. Yeah, but, that's pretty yeah. good too. Yeah. All right, <clears throat> uh, so this you do have to be careful of always reminding yourself to judge each whiskey on its own merits don't try to compare them because they're all entirely different oh yeah and you know you get one there, there's always one that's everyone's favorite whether it be a whiskey uh, a bourbon a rye a scotch whatever and you can't judge the others against that it's it's like anything else it's your favorite movie you know is star trek versus star wars or whatever or it's also the time i mean i'm not drinking george t stag at Every family gathering. That's just because you can't get there. Yeah, why not? Uh, I certainly try to. Yeah. Well, truckful, it's all you're I'm stuck right. in yeah, East no, Tennessee. Look, it's, it's I sometimes would. Sometimes I'm in the mood for a smoky Isla whiskey. Fireball Other stag. times I'm in the mood Fireball for a really stag. good bourbon. I know what I choose. It's what you're eating. It's who you're yeah. with. Yeah. It's the time correct. of the year. He's absolutely correct. Well, uh, really great uh, choices, definitely. And uh, I wish you well in your next family gathering. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the one hammered in the corner. <clears throat> uh, we need more pictures from yours, too. Okay. Uh, actually, some of your family and Harmeets, you know, I think that that would, you know, make for a very interesting experience as well. Yeah, talk about sword fights. Good yeah, gosh. I agree. That would, that would make interesting. 
Well, we have to uh, get one of our guests off to a family gathering who is uh, planned ahead. So we're going to close out our show for today. Really great uh, experience. Uh, appreciate you enjoying all of this. Well, you can catch our episodes online anytime at SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, PRX, Spreaker, our native media host. iTunes and our own Android app are the easiest way to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sips, Suds, and Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Now, have you guys noticed that as the day has progressed that my diction has actually gotten better with more booze that I've had? Yeah, I think uh, I think your your diction is kind of like how I play pool. The more uh, alcohol I consume, I the better I am. Addiction, you know, at least it does sound better. That's all that really counts. Listen, we love your care fest. Maybe that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I should try this on a professional level. Listen, uh, we love your feedback, and you can reach us online anytime at info at sipsuthensmokes dot com. While our daily tasting notes flow and flow. See, I I I knew I'd get one. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every single day. Our handle on Twitter is at SipSudSmoke. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Listen, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. That's a great big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well. Please do not rate the quality of our family stories on this show. <laughs> but if you do, we all know mine ones. And if you have pictures, you can't please send those in. Don't bust. <laughs> Listen, this episode stuck with him. It's not a, it's not a choice. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Listen, this episode of Sip Suds and Smokes is sponsored by Fine Spirits. Check out the enigmatic <laughs> check out the enigmatic machines <laughs> to sample great products by the glass <laughs> or great selections of bourbon and whiskey to take to your next family gathering. You can reach them online. Over three hundred bourbons and whiskeys in the store. <laughs> You can reach them online anytime at www.finespirits.net. Well, I definitely want to thank Made Man Bob uh, joining us from the Bourbon Mafia. Tell us a little bit about the Bourbon Mafia. Uh, there is no such thing as a mafia. I don't know what you're talking about. I know people. Know people. Know how to get stag. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know people? I know Buffalo Trace. I know people. Okay. <laughs> You, you bring the stag, I bring the weller, okay? We we talk. Organized crime, <laughs> buffalo stag, stealing liquor? No, surely you jest. Surely you jest, I agree. <laughs> well, I definitely want to thank my co-host for joining me for this uh, really great story and a uh, really great uh, episode. Made Man Bob, thank you for joining us. Always a pleasure to be here. And good old boy, Harmeet. I don't have a tagline, but I'm looking for one. I know. That is your tagline. <laughs> and good old boy, Jason. Thank you for joining us. Great to be here. And I want to give one piece of advice. This was something my father taught me when I was very younger. Don't always assume there's going to be alcohol when you go to a family gathering. Bring your own. I agree. Take that two-gallon jug of Fireball. <laughs> well, it's good old boy, Mike. Thank you for joining us once again. Plan ahead and keep on sipping. This has been a one tan hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time.